Five minutes it is before 8 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. In our headline segment tonight, we head out into the uh, courthouse of uh, Judge Chifua Maumela. And uh, I must say, the drama. Uh, and uh, yeah, the, um, you know, I don't know what to call it. The many or the multiple sideshows uh, that uh, have uh, certainly accompanied the trial into the murder of uh, a former uh, Orlando Pirates and Bafana Bafana goalkeeper Senzo Meiwa. Joined on the line tonight by senior reporter here at the SABC, Criselda Lewis, who was uh, in the courtroom for much of uh, today. Criselda, good evening. Welcome. Thank you very much, Aya. Thanks for having me. Mujani. Talk to me. I mean, I saw you there, uh, you know, in in the in the courtroom there, uh, as all of this drama was happening, and I was sort of dipping in and out of uh, what was happening there. And I must say, the last part I saw this afternoon, uh, just before the um, uh, adjournment, was uh, Advocate Mshololo in a particular line of questioning, and I want us maybe to start there. Um, yeah. The line of questioning, Apobekuche. You know, um, is being Gakucha Nene, you know, that I'm not going to mention here because they don't pay us. Um, talk to, and maybe just explain for some of our listeners who weren't watching what that yeah. was about. Because I saw Beko, Earpad, Pana, Totes, Otuala, what was happening? Look, very interesting, uh, Aya, after the lunch break, when we resumed at 2 o'clock, uh, yes, Advocate Daniel Shololo uh, for accused number five began a cross-examination of Dumelo Majala. Basically, she's accusing him of betraying his best friend, Senzo Meiwa. Mm. In that cross-examination, you would have heard that, uh, you know, Majala again refusing to say how much he was paid by Netflix for personal pictures he had with Meiwa. And you would recall that documentary was flighted just days before the start of this trial. But Nala was also accused of being drunk, you know, when he saw one of the alleged intruders inside the house on the day of this murder. And um, look, getting to the issue of uh, the beer bottles uh, or cans, you would recall that the defense has always maintained that uh, the scene had been tampered with, uh, some of the statements from some of the neighbors in which uh, they deposed saying that uh, some of the neighbors had cleaned uh, the uh, beer cans off uh, the floor when they'd gone to the house. And, uh, you know, Mashala really coming under fire, you know, basically Advocate Sandy Lim Shololo is saying that, uh, you know, Mashala was drunk at the time, they had consumed alcohol, Mashala um, basically saying while he had he had, uh, had something to drink, he was not drunk. So he was able to identify the person that Senzo Meiwa had pinned against the wall, who we know now he had indicated earlier in court in previous testimony that he pointed to Bongani Ndanzi, who was accused number two, um, as the person that Meiwa had pinned against uh, the wall. So some of the exhibits, now inside court, there were exhibits that were shown of two beer cans on the floor. So a concession, which is very interesting in this instance, in that the defense wants to point to a crime scene that was tampered with or cleaned up, is that uh, Mashala contends, or he even conceives, that the two beer cans uh, of, of the photographs or the exhibits that police took that were shown inside court are not true reflection of what or how much alcohol was consumed on that day because, uh, you know, some of the alcohol cans that he mentioned, mm. the names of those, yes, 
were not in those photographs. So what happened to those cans? Where did they go to? He was asked, so the other cans that you consumed are not shown in those exhibits. He was asked, can you see that? He said yes. So Advocate Sandilim Shoro is saying, so the number of cans that you consumed are not in those photographs. He conceded yes. So Advocate Mshorola asked, so you agree the cans were removed from there? Mm. He said, yes, I agree. So this is the first concession that we have where someone inside the house on the day that Senzo was killed is telling us that the photographs or the exhibits that are being shown inside court are not a true reflection of what is, uh, you know, of, of, of what happened exactly on that day. Quite an interesting concession because also you would recall, Aya, is that Mshorola also maintaining that Madala was drunk when he identified, uh, you know, what had been intruded inside the house. His loyalty also, you know, also being put under the spotlight because Advocate Daniel Mshololo uh, saying to him, you know, is it correct that uh, you had pics of your best friend, which you obtained in good faith? Uh, you know, how was it that he came to give them to Netflix in his defense? Masala basically said that uh, Senzo's brother had asked him to assist Netflix, but African Sanilam Shoro said he was not forced to do that. So how much was he paid mm. for those pictures? And he, he also didn't disclose that, right? I mean, uh, no, on top of saying no, he felt he no obligation not. to share the money. Yeah. No, he did not. And also asked if he shared any of that money with the Meiwa family. He said, why should he have done that? You know? So, Advocate Amshorolo basically saying that he had breached um, his best friend's trust by giving those pictures uh, to uh, Netflix and uh, basically not sharing any of that money with the Meiwa family. So, so much coming out today where, uh, you know, uh, his uh, loyalty towards uh, Meiwa being questioned, mm. uh, the alleged tampering of the scene in that these exhibits don't uh, give a, reflect, a true reflection yeah. of the number of or how much alcohol was consumed on that day. So, uh, uh, very <sighs> interesting. We were, we were expecting Advocate Sandilem Shololo mm. to press quite a lot more on that tomorrow. Griselda, also, what, what do you make? I mean, there's been a lot of commentary, criticism, and I guess running commentary on how the judge has interacted with different counsel in this particular matter. I mean, there's a video doing the rounds where, you know, it's, I guess maybe calling it unprocedural would really hide how contemptuous that exchange was between, you know, the judge and one of the counsel. What, what, what do you make of how that has unfolded? Because it's certainly been, uh, I guess, the personality of the judge here, uh, Judge Chifio Maumela, has certainly been, a, uh, yeah, I guess, a very recognizable part of how this trial has unfolded. I certainly did see, you know, some of the commentary pertaining to that uh in that, uh, you know, Titi uh, Tobane, who is representing accused uh, one to four, had basically asked Tumelo uh, Majala uh, when he had left the place where he is staying this morning mm. in order to come to court. At uh, what time? So uh, the court, uh, you know, was quite skeptical about la- allowing that question to go ahead, sure. saying that that would compromise the security of the witness mm. if it would be publicly divulged when he is picked up from his uh, uh, place where he is staying uh, for the duration of this trial uh, and what time he is actually brought to court. So Titi uh, Tobani was not very happy with that. We saw that exchange between the judge and Titi Tobani.
And I see a lot of that commentary now is coming into question about why, uh, you know, this uh, was allowed, why also uh, the judge did not intervene when, uh, you know, uh, the witness seemed to have been, um, you know, responding in a very, um, how can I put it, in a very, um, you know, in a way that he didn't want to answer some of the questions that were being posed by Tishi Tobane earlier. So, uh, look, I'm not one really to opine on, uh, you know, um, how proceedings should be conducted, mm. but uh, there seems to be a lot of, uh, I think, in this instance, on the part of Titi Tabane, believing that the court, you know, is being unfair towards them, mm. but the court in its defense saying that there are certain things that need to be done in a certain manner, and if it's going to compromise the security of the witness, then it's not going to be allowed to, to go ahead. Very importantly, also, before you let me go, Aya, this is an important part where it also emerged that uh, the father of uh, Longwe Twala, Chikosero Twala, had also visited the Meiwa family over the weekend. I see a lot of commentary as well, court of public opinion mm. about yeah, about uh, why now, so many years later, I'd spoken to uh, Chico Selotwala. He said that he's always supported uh, the Meiwa family. He went there to show his support. Whoever is uh, found guilty in this matter should be held to account. But uh, many people are asking the question as to why now? Why did you go to the Meiwa uh, home now? Because obviously, in some of uh, the testimony that was given by Madala, uh, he had mentioned uh, Chico Selatwala's son, Longwe, and, uh, you know, uh, gave some details according to his version of how Longwe ran out of the house and managed uh, to um, escape while uh, that fracas was taking place inside the house. Mm. Chrisala, let's maybe play that clip and then uh, we'll wrap up with you just on the other side of this. Just uh, a minute and a little bit uh, of this. Chriselda, I mean, I, I'm not sure. Look, uh, uh, I, I think at this point, uh, you know, uh, while the Meiwa family also doesn't want to divulge, you know, what the meeting was about, the contents of the meeting, mm. certainly it is raising eyebrows about the timing of the visit to the Meiwa family because uh, Mr. Chico Selotwala did confirm to me in a telephonic interview much earlier on in the day, before my colleague uh, Unachi Pajashe had spoken to him, mm. um, that, uh, you know, um, he is there to support the family. And, uh, you know, uh, the timing of it, uh, you know, while the Mayua family says he is the best person to answer in terms of why he decided to go to the home now, uh, Chico Selotwala confirming that this was the first time he had gone to the house. And, uh, you know, it's raising questions about why now, what was he going to do at the meeting? You know, is this because his son's name has been mentioned multiple times in the, the um, testimony of the current witness on the stand, Tumelo Matala? So, you know, very difficult. And also one doesn't want to draw too many inferences mm, from it, especially mm. if you don't know what the contents of that meeting was about. But, uh, you know, it certainly has, uh, uh, you know, raised questions about why that visit has uh, particularly taken place now, even though Chico Selotwala says that at this particular point, he's, you know, he's always supported the Meiwa family. This is not the first time that he's showing support to the family. Mm. But we certainly do know, according to what he says, this is the first time he has gone in person to the Meiwa household. 
Last one on our end, uh, Criselda, what ought we to expect tomorrow? You did say we will expect Advocate Mshola yeah. to continue with her line of questioning. Um, over the next, not only just tomorrow, but over the next few days or so, um, should we expect more drama, more fire and brimstone? If so, yeah, who's coming up? Yeah, look, I'm expecting, uh, you know, a lot more fireworks tomorrow morning. Uh, Advocate Sandy Mshola, I think, will continue with her cross-examination for the remainder of uh, tomorrow uh, because there are a number of things I guess she would want to poke holes into in terms of the testimony that uh, Mashallah had given the, the, the court uh, relating to, you know, his relationship with Senzo Meiwa, um, you know, how uh, they had moved uh, Senzo Meiwa's body from uh, the scene when they were taking him uh, to the hospital. And, uh, you know, uh, just generally, you know, the relationship that uh, May was also had with Mashala because we understand that to be a strained relationship. Mashala told the court today that, uh, you know, said to me, was late father would show up at his place and if he was not there, he would swear allegedly at, you know, his girlfriend. And, uh, you know, Advocate Sandy Lemsoron was saying, well, uh, that was simply because they believed that uh, you are not telling the truth about this particular case. So when that happened, we actually saw one of the Meiwa family members walk out of the court, and uh, you could see that they were visibly, you know, in distress. So we're expecting quite a lot of, uh, you know, poking holes into the testimony of Mazala to continue tomorrow. Chrisalda, always a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you very much for your time, Ngos. Thank you, Bud. Chrisalda Lewis, uh, senior reporter here at the South African Broadcasting Corporation's News Service joining us for our headlines segment. Yeah, what do you make of that? Love to hear your thoughts. You can reach us on our studio line, 86 0 So, WhatsApp on 60 We're out on Facebook. Where many of you, Nitigeti Register, Andris Mukhafo, Wale Pagania says we're together from Khadi Khale, Khamukhopo, Tsepom Kuno saying, yeah, Susonke, Ayanda Kabanisa with us all the way from Rustenburg. And uh, yeah, Robert McQuinja saying, yeah, I and I guess commenting on this matter, saying the line of questioning by my learned colleague, Advocate Mshololo, leaves a lot to be desired. Even the judge is simply tolerating the fellow. Uh, he went on and on asking about Man U and Chelsea game is Zolong. Osiam and uh, yeah, Lagzin Mabungu together with us from Makwarela next to Mubulani. And uh, Maseti Maseti saying, listening to us, and Msunduzi. And uh, Spongile Masangu uh, out in Dalma saying, Lochani, Spongile. And yeah, listening to us there, signing and marking the register from Buteng uh, out in Dalmas Mpumalang. I'd love to hear your thoughts to share those with us.